This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. You head on over there, read all about the Bengals. Go to the NFL side, go read my blogs. You know, I'm a struggling freelancer. I can take what I can get, get all the views. Again, Fansided.com. And today, oh, I forgot to tell you, I am your host, Josh Miller. And today, we have a very, very special guest on. She is one part of the Tigress Talk podcast, very popular. And one, the only, Jer Bear, Jerry, at underscore Jer Bear underscore on Twitter. Great follow. Great to have you on. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Are you ready for this AFC Championship game? Have you Have you been just mentally able to even focus this week? I have done nothing at work, honestly, for like the past three weeks. And my boss knows because he's a 49ers fan and he's been in the exact same boat. So we both agreed that nothing is getting done these so, next few weeks. So when we meet them again for a third time in the Super Bowl, is it just going to be bad blood? Like, are you going to get fired probably? Oh, I get fired every day because I just constantly <laughs> talk crap to him. But he's already told me today that I am the enemy. And we're not going to watch the game together because we watched the 49ers Bengals game last time. Mm. Might have gotten kicked out of a 49ers bar before the um, overtime, so I didn't get to see the overtime. Oh, what? But, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, but it was worth what? it, though. I wear it as a badge of honor now. So Right. Getting kicked out. I mean, getting kicked out of a of a 49ers bar for talking as, as much crap as you did. It, it, that's that's incredible. That that is a well, great story right there. And I didn't even talk that much crap, to be honest with you. It was just because I was in all Bengal stuff. And when we kicked or when they missed that field goal at the end, mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything. I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I looked at my boss and he was like, uh, oh my God. And then I had a manager come up and said, So this is a private event and you have to leave. So <laughs> Mind you, I had been there for the entire second half, and everybody was, like, really cool until we started coming back. And then I had, like, a really large man say some, like, really horrible thing to me. And he was probably, like, 6'3", 6'2". I'm Mm. 5'1". So now I'm just, like, I'm glad that my presence irritated you enough when I wasn't even (laughs) doing anything that you felt the need to say this horrible thing to me and then get me kicked out. I, 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 they're a little thin skinned out West. I will say no, no, no hate to commissioner. Yes. They're just a little thin skinned out there. Anyway, right. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Yaz. Yaz is the best. She's, she's been repping us very, very well. Um, but we got to, Oh, my camera's out of focus. Why does it do this? There we go. Um, so let's, let's talk real quick about the Tennessee Titans game. I mean, God, my God, what a finish. Incredible. Who would have thought that we could win a game like that where Joe Burrow doesn't even throw a single touchdown pass, which is incredible. Oh, so yeah. what, what was your, I mean, watching the game, just give me your reaction immediate, like right after the kick goes in, what was your immediate reaction? Oh, I instantly started sobbing. Like I recorded <laughs> it and it was so annoying and it was so loud. <laughs> and it was like, there's the ugliest sob. I'm like, I cannot post this at all. Cause I'm not going to annoy all these people, but I just, like dropped to the ground and just started sobbing. I ran outside because, so I won't let my husband be in the house during the games because really? he is in the house, we lose. And so I was, at, I actually had COVID and my neighbor's oh, wife perfect. had COVID. So, and he was had tested negative, mm-hmm. but my neighbor had him in the garage because he knew that he could not be in my house right. at all. Right. So they were both in the garage, both with masks on watching the game. 
not my garage, but their garage. <laughs> and so I was just watching it by myself. And as soon as we won, I ran outside, yelled who day again, was just crying. It was, oh, it was amazing. Like the as best a, way to win too. Right. As a lifelong Bengals fan, and as somebody that both you and I have, have been through this franchise's ups and downs and been all over Twitter ever since, you know, during the Andy Dalton years, Carson Palmer years, what did it mean to you as a as a lifelong Bengals fan to be where we are right now? It really it felt like the biggest weight that lifted off of our shoulders. Like mm-hmm. I love Cincinnati. I don't live in Cincinnati anymore. I live in Tampa, but mm-hmm. Cincinnati has my heart. And I know I was at the the game against the Raiders, and I know how it felt for all of us when. Jermaine Pratt caught that interception at the end. Like you could just feel it. And so I know how much it means for the city of Cincinnati. I know how much it means to me. I always call my dad. I FaceTime him whenever we win and he sees me sobbing and then he just starts kind of tearing up a little bit. He's not as fanatical as I am. He loves singles, but he's not a complete psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Like I am. Raise your right. Right. So it's just all those years of, just seeming like everything is always going to go wrong for us somehow. Like this is different. This mm-hmm. it's, it's a new day. And I kind of felt new like day. I can do anything at this point in my life. Now. Right. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's, I, can do it, I can do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you, you mentioned your dad, you're calling in and, and you watch those reaction videos and you see all these families coming together because I mean, the fa- Cincinnati football is a family institute. It's our religion. Basically. That's mm-hmm. why we spend our time. It's what we do. Saturdays and Sundays are spent watching football. Sundays, it's all all Bengals. Just the, the the reaction and party that I had with my family, I can really empathize with that because we had the same exact reaction. Just losing our minds and calling our loved ones and going insane. But it has just been so refreshing watching a team like this actually show up in prime time and actually play their best when the lights are the brightest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, this right. is the team that we all knew that they could be. Yeah, and I don't know if any of us thought that it was going to happen this year. I knew for sure next year mm, it was yes. a done deal. This year has just been like the best surprise, mm-hmm. and it's just it really is magical. Like it's so cliche to say, but yeah. this season has been so special and so magical. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. It's just it's been we are definitely a year ahead. And I think a lot of Bengals fans see I wish I was sipping what you were sipping right now. I came in way too late. I was at my I was at my school's the school I teach at. I was at the girls basketball game. They were winning big when I left. So hopefully they finish it out. Yeah. Uh, seventh grade took an L, which was kind of tough. But but the eighth grade, they were winning by a lot. But anyway, um, it was it was it was so great to see. And then just I lost my train of thought, but anyway, it, it was, it was incredible. I, I burnt, I, we, we burnt the city down when the re, when the, we beat the Raiders and then we burnt it down one more time. And now we're really going to burn this down, especially when we get this win on Sunday. Let's go to Sunday at three o'clock. It's Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. Probably the great, a matchup that we're going to see many times throughout, oh, for sure. throughout both players careers. I mean, just two incredible quarterbacks. Are you ready to get what is what is you in your mind? What are the keys to victory to this game on Sunday? So I think our defense needs to have another game like we had last game. They completely mm. stepped it up. And I knew that's how the defense was gonna have to play for us to win that game against the Titans. Yep. And so I think they need to show up again. We've we've got to do a little better job in the red zone. We can't settle for field goals as much as I love Evan. I hope we don't have to see him as much right. during this game. 
um, except for, you know, the extra point. So, and I, I really think really that the pressure is more on Kansas City than it is for us. Mm-hmm. All the expectations are that Kansas City is going to win. We've seen the media all week. They yeah. apparently have completely forgotten that we played them, like, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, and, yeah, really not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, and we not only, like, hung in there, we beat them. And we Won. beat them. Yeah, we beat them really convincingly. Mm-hmm. So I I just – I really feel like that is on our side because there's no expectation for us. Everybody yeah. keeps saying we're playing with house money. Like, yeah. we're not even supposed to be here. Yeah, and here, here we are knocking yeah. on everybody's door. Like, guess what? Right here, here comes the Grim Reaper. We're we're coming. And now you brought it. Now I remember what I was saying. Yeah, we are. A, we are kind of a year ahead here, and we are like, you know, we thought that this team could, you know, possibly sneak into the postseason. You know, have more wins than losses, go nine and eight or whatever, and slide in. But we are we are way ahead of schedule here. Now we're in the AFC Championship game. But now back to the game. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. This defense has got to play as good as it did in the second half yeah. uh, when we play the Chiefs. We ho- only everybody forgets, and a lot of the national media loves to forget things about the Bengals, oh, especially yeah. good things. Love to forget. They forget that the Bengals defense held Kansas City to only three, three points, points in the second half. Only that's only happened one time this entire year against Kansas City. And it's not like Kansas City wasn't playing for anything. They're playing for seating. They wanted yeah. to win that game badly. It was a big game for them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also on top of this, not only is the weight squarely on the Chiefs, I think the Bengals do have a little bit of weight because we are the last ones that can stop Brittany Matthews and Jackson Mahomes from going to the Super Bowl and completely being just horrible, just just horrible people. I do appreciate the fact that they have now made the Bengals America's team. Yes. So, yes. But I, I do love, I know Joe hates the whole being an underdog thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of love it because I feel like it makes us play better. I love when people underestimate us because after we very convincingly beat the Ravens the first time, that's when everybody was like, oh, the Bengals are for real. Like in the media, everybody's mm-hmm. being super kind to us. And yes. Then we went to the Jets and we know how that worked out. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like people underestimating us because mm-hmm. I think it just fuels them more. Joe loves yeah. to be underestimated because he wants to prove everybody wrong. Right, yeah. You bring up a great point that this Bengals team has, through the year, um, has struggled to play with expectation. You bring up after they wolfed Baltimore, they were 5-2, and two, really looking good, and then they go and then they get beat by a terrible, terrible Jets team. So this team does have a problem with expectation. So maybe having that underdog mentality is going to be the thing that's going to really propel this team. I think the motivation is there. I think this locker room is there. As yeah. Again, as someone that has been a lifelong Bengals fan that has seen many locker rooms over the past, what do you think about this locker room and the guys that we have in it and, and how tight and how close they are and how good they play together? It's one of those intangibles that when you have a locker room that will live and die for one another that are just playing because they genuinely love and care for one another and love the coaches, and they're having fun, you're going to play better and you're going to play harder because you don't want to let your buddy next to you who's putting everything on the field, you don't want to let him down. Right. And I, I kind of feel like like the Bucks here in Tampa, they didn't really have that. They, it was kind of a put-together team, a lot of money thrown to win a Super Bowl. And, I mean, it worked. They won the Super Bowl last year. Yep. But look where they are now. Like, there's no future for them. You know, AB had a complete meltdown this season, which we all knew it was just a matter of time. Right. So right. 
like teams like that, I don't think that they're going to be as successful as a team that just organically has come together. And I mean, they are the definition of a team. There is not yeah. an, an I or a me. Anytime anybody's up there, they're usually always talking about, you know, somebody else on the team, yeah. like how great they did and always, always like cheering for the other person instead of rah-rahing themselves. Yeah. So, it, that's important. It is important. Yeah, it, it makes me feel so good when I see players go out for their warm-ups and they're wearing shirts with their their own players on it. Like when Joey yeah. B came out with the Migos shirt with all the receivers, which was awesome. And then Jamar Chase came out with the Joe Burrow shirt. And then Trey, I believe it's Trayvon Williams came out with the Zach Taylor yes. shirt, which that's got to be somewhere. I don't. I have been looking for it everywhere. I can't find it. I, I've got to find. I that bet shirt. you somebody had those made on the team. Like I could totally see somebody having those made on the team. Got to, yeah, because I, I they wanted to wear them at yeah. warmups yeah. for the Titans game, but the mm. NFL said no. They were going to find them. The no fun league, because because yeah. God forbid we have fun out here. It's the same people that made the freaking taunting rule which is ridiculous i hate it like hate it. we all watch football to be entertained right yeah, we want yes. like good sportsmanship whatever but it is entertainment at the end of the screw day. the sportsmanship and, yeah well screw and i'm it, also yeah. a big wrestling fan so i grew up on like yeah. just completely over the top nonsense and yeah. i want to put on a show for me yes like, chad johnson ocho cinco was the best because it was so fun yeah and these guys let them have fun they yeah like put their bodies on the line yeah and you're gonna like throw a flag because they're like pointing a finger like yeah really? they're pointing a finger that's it if that's hurting you're your feelings men. maybe this isn't maybe yeah this isn't <laughs> for you. there we got a bunch of grown men out here and and, and now they, they gotta throw a taunting <laughs> call it, it's ridiculous now you did mention you're a wrestling fan i have to ask who's your yeah. favorite wrestler of all time oh of all time all right, so I love, love, love the Hardy Boys. They have been yes, yes. And I was actually so Matt I'm Hardy and I have Hardy. the same birth. Yes, Matt Hardy and I have the same birthday. Oh, so hell. like growing up when other like girls had like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys on their wall, mm -hmm. I had nothing but wrestlers. Yes, <laughs> so weird. Oh, no, that's what's up. And I was at the WrestleMania in Orlando. It's my first oh, WrestleMania when lucky. they came back. I was in the restroom which. Fun fact, there is not any kind of line in the women's restroom at WrestleMania. <laughs> Shocker. I had a broken flip-flop. I am, like, the least, like, agile person on the planet. Mm -hmm. I was washing my hands, and I hear the crowd lose their mind. And I just instinctively, like, I knew. I ran up the you wrong steps. You missed it. I ran up the wrong steps, but I got up there right as they were coming out. Instantly, again, just started sobbing oh my gosh I, I waited like eight or ten years for that and i'm like about yes. wrestlemania it's like that was my wrestlemania moment yes. and i was so by the time i got back to my seat my husband was freaking out he's like i've been calling you and i was afraid <laughs> you're gonna miss this and somehow it was gonna be my fault like, <laughs> how's it your fault but it was amazing so the hardy boys and then edge when edge came back at the royal rumble two years ago yes cried again because just like goosebumps i just mm -hmm. love that kind of stuff like there's only two things that really make me cry Oh, yep. three cat like animals right. but it's like football and wrestling or my first two loves yeah. I, yeah i can i can vibe with i could definitely vibe with the hardy boys when because they because that's who i grew up with i wanted to be jeff hardy so bad the face paint the arms <laughs> the fly, high flying i wanted to be him so bad it's so bad that like i don't really watch it anymore but anytime that anything happens to jeff hardy i have to know what happens like i have oh, yeah. to 
yeah so that return that was huge for me too like watching it like watching the hardy boys do their entrance i was like i was like giggling inside like oh my god like this they're actually back like this is dope and but anyway, like, yeah. like 80,000 people there too. And like yes. the pop that it got, like I've never experienced anything that, like that in my life. Yeah, a pop was insane. Like that that might be one of the top pops in, in wrestling history. Oh, absolutely. Wrestling. Yeah. For the, all those non-wrestling fans, a pop is when the crowd goes insane. Um, but I'm I'm the biggest nerd. You you have no idea. I love it. I I love every <laughs> I love everything about it. I love it. So speaking of pop, speaking of pop, I, I mean, we would be remiss to not talk about Greatest fifth round draft pick in Bengals history, Evan freaking McPherson. That dude is literally Justin Tucker 2.0. And I remember we got so much hate for taking him in the fifth round. But I remember oh, yeah. I was said, like, this guy is going to win us football games. Oh, absolutely. Four game winners. How just and his jersey has sold out, which is incredible. A kicker's jersey sold I out. Part. I love that. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. That's one of the reasons is I just love our fan base so much because yeah. we are so loyal and like there's not a more deserving fan base in my opinion that deserves the kind of success that yeah. you know we have right now. Right. Yeah. Oh, we are a hundred percent the most deserving, and we're just and so you say you're 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 out of Tampa now. Have you were you able to make it up to a game this year? So I've been to four games. I was at the very first game. Mm. Then I was at the Thursday night game. I was at, um, I actually flew to Denver for that game. And oh, then I right. was at the um, first playoff game. I was going to go to okay. Nashville, but I got COVID. Oh, so that kind of ruined it for me. Nah, I'm all good now. Yeah. And I'm ready to go for this weekend. Yeah. So, so you have been up here. You've been able to experience great crowds. Obviously the first game, the Thursday night game and the playoff game. Just talk to me about the difference in the crowd that we have seen and the fan base coming back and how much fun it is to actually be inside of the statement. If you want to mention the Stripe Squad, you can go ahead and mention them too while you're at it. So, yeah, the Stripe Squad is awesome. Thank you. It's, Thank you. It, it feels like a different stadium, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, it looks the same, but it looks, everything's a little brighter, a little shinier. Like, mm -hmm. the fan experiences that they've done and just the effort that they put into it this season has been amazing. Mm -hmm. I've, I've gone to other playoff games. That atmosphere, even at the beginning of the game, there was always kind of like that bit of dread that yeah. everybody had. But yeah. this playoff game, the entire time, everybody was super positive. And I think some of it, too, had to do with the fact that we were playing the Raiders. And the Raiders fans, at least all the ones that I met, were so cool, mm -hmm. so nice. There was a yeah. Raiders fan next to me. And, like, halfway through the game, he looked at me. He was like, we're in this together at this point. Yeah, right, and right, like, yeah. It's like we've both suffered a whole lot. And I saw, like, Raiders fans hugging Bengals fans at, like, after mm. the interception yeah it's just it was the most positive and energetic crowd besides the first game of the season was really really loud and energetic yeah. too like that yeah. first catch by or touchdown catch by jamar oh like that yeah. was another like huge pop like mm -hmm. i've never like i've never experienced like just that much joy it was mm -hmm. amazing. I'm so it, it's moments I will remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never it's, forget that. It, it really is it, all the way from that first touchdown pass to Jamar, which all which honestly felt like almost like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. we did get it. We got this pick right. Like, this is this is our guy. This is what Joe Burrow is going to build around. Here. See, but, and I was never worried. Yeah. I was never 
worried about yeah, yeah, dropping right. balls or anything. I was mm-hmm. always team chase the entire like time leading up to the draft because you can't, again, it's that organic chemistry that him and Joe already had. You can't mm-hmm. manufacture that. And I knew like from day one that it was still going to be there. That doesn't go away overnight. Right. Yeah. It will 100%. And it, a lot of it comes from obviously the coaching staff, which is a gigantic <laughs> question mark going into the year. One of the biggest question marks I have to say was Luana Rumo, but Zach Taylor as a whole. I want to talk about the coaching staff and how great of a job they have done this year with this team and building a locker room and building a culture and building winning. And like, this is our expectation. This is what we do. Can you speak to me a little bit about what this coaching staff has done this year and what they've meant to the uh, the team in the city? So I feel like it's not really been fair to Zach the first couple of years because the first year it wasn't his team. Second year, you know, Joe's a rookie and then he gets hurt. So, I mean, there's not much he could do with that. So this was really the first year that I think it's all of his team. It's all of his work and it really shows. And I've never understood like firing a coach after the first or second year. Like it's going to take time. And he's a young coach too. He's still figuring it out. But I think the fact that he is young, he can relate to the players a little better. And I I feel like new players coming in, they're not going to respond to like that old school mentality, like some of these other coaches in the league. So I think that's helped us quite a bit too. Yeah. Right, yeah, it, it absolutely has. The, the coaching staff has, done, has just done an impeccable job. They've been an impeccable job of, of getting Joe ready, getting this offense ready, and getting him clicking on all cylinders. And I think that's what has to happen on Sunday for yeah. us to win. Now, obviously, as, as football fans, I'm sure you watched <laughs> that game between the Bills and the Chiefs and how amazing that was and how back and forth. And it really was. It was a clash of yeah. two teams and two quarterbacks that are going to be there for a long time who the Bengals are going to have to face for a while. Oh, yeah. But you you can't tell me that as a Bengals fan, you were watching that Chiefs secondary get torn up and you weren't licking at the chops like, okay, we can do some real damage. So my heart, I wanted to go to Buffalo because that's like one of my bucket list items is Ooh, that's to good tailgate with the Bills Mafia. I mean, they put people through tables, yep. seem like my kind of people. I think that's so. all you right there. But I also he swung that- Tom Bomb off off of a ladder into a table. That that would be perfect. That'd be I it. Mean, that's very. I would live out my dream. Yeah, if I could do a Swan Tom Bomb through a table off of a ladder, that is an ultimate dream. That's a bucket list. It just cracks me up because they always use the wrong tables. I'm like, you have to use like the cardboard kind because those plastic ones are gonna hurt. They use those hardcore like. Down on- yeah, I'm like those are plastic. That's you're gonna hurt yourself. But yeah. I I knew going into that those fans were gonna be ravenous and i knew their the bill's defense scared me a lot more than kansas city did and we know that joe yeah. has done very well when he's had to play a team two times this year so that yes. made me feel good mm-hmm. i know arrowhead is going to be very loud i don't think it's going to affect joe the way that some of the kansas city fans think that it's going to and yeah. also financially it was going to be a lot cheaper to go to kansas city than it was oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah probably yeah I, I, I think you hit it the nail on the head with, with Arrowhead. I, I personally, in the NFL, I think home field advantage is overrated. I, I personally do. I think they're all professionals, and, and this is what they do, and this is how they play. Yeah. Burrow and Chase and the entire team have played in games like this. This is what they do. And they're 7-2 and two on the road. I really don't think Arrowhead's going to be that big of an intimidator. I think maybe in communication wise, it might, it might mess some things up, but I don't, I don't think 
Kansas City's home field advantage is really going to startle the Bengals. Do you, do you think Arrowhead's really going to be a big factor this game? Um, I think if we get in there and start very fast and kind of keep the crowd out of it, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be, number one, our, that should be our first plan of attack is just take the crowd out of it. Yeah. I mean, I think they're still going to be crazy throughout the game, but mm. Buffalo fans scare me a little more in, like, a good way. <laughs> they're crazy and we'll have – their shirts off yeah like negative five degree weather like they do not care they're going to be complete psychopaths the entire time and i can totally respect that Mm. but think about that too the thing about that is with kansas city the weather is probably going to be a little bit more manageable too i don't know if i would want the Bengals to go up to buffalo and play in buffalo considering with the weather rather than the fan base i think i saw that it's going to be almost like 50 it might be like 45 when the game starts and it'll start cooling off a little bit but it's not going to be nearly as cold as it's been in kansas right yeah exactly that, that's what I, that's what i'm thinking and i I'm, again when i'm watching that game back and forth i'm going back and forth in my head of who i want to play i first was like i'd rather play buffalo i think our offense can outscore them i think we, our offense can go a lot faster but i watching that game and, and basically what you said how burrow plays well with a team that he's played a second time, mm-hmm. he tends to do better. So who would you have rather have played if you had the choice between Kansas City and Buffalo? Probably towards the end of the game, Kansas, for yeah. sure. Like mm-hmm. I said, I just I see the holes in the secondary, and I, I know what we did to them the first time. And right. like even if we don't start off fast, like we came back from a 14 nothing deficit in the first yep. game. And I don't know about you, but I don't have that worry that mm-hmm. – I used to have. There's not that pit in my stomach anymore that, like, oh, we're not going to be able to come back from this. Like, I really yeah. do feel like with Joe, like, we can do anything. Like, mm-hmm. we could be down, whatever. He's still going to go out there and, like, do his best to, to get us that win. Yeah, and I think that that specific quote that you just said is a reason why there is this hope and this optimism because when number nine is on the field, we have a chance against any other team. We really do. Like, he is that much of a game changer. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I think Kansas City is our best matchup. We've already beat them once. Joe does a great time, you know, does a great job against Kansas City. I think the weather is going to be a little bit more temperate. So I, I think I, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, but I think that we are going to have to start out fast. I, I think yeah. we're going to have to start out fast, and I would love to see Joe Mixon get – more carries and be able to sustain a ground game. How important is it? Is it going to be for Joe to get going, for Mixon to get going? Oh, it's going to be really important because that's going to help us manage the clock too. And yes. I mean, look how much that played into our favor the last game. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like the last two minutes of the, the Kansas City game with us, like I took at least five years off my. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Bengals fan right there. Oh, it's like yep, I should, there it I is. Be used to this, but I still. I, ne- I still never had that dread that mm-hmm. like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Like, no, here we go. We here we go. This. Yes. Yes. I, I, I've I'm never had you. that before. Right. Yeah. We, well, we're, we're not programmed to, to have that. We're programmed for disappointment. I mean, we're Cincinnati fans for God's sakes. Like, of course we're programmed for disappointment. I can name all, I can give you a list of heartbreaks oh. here, but oh. to have this change of mentality is, is so refreshing and it feels just so freaking good. It feels incredible. So, but I feel like since since the coaches are newer, the guys mm-hmm. are all young, they're not like bearing that cross that like the other guys did. Right. And I don't think they really fully understand 
how heavy of a burden it was on us as fans. I think it was more on us than it was them. Yeah, and I, I think that, that that played a big part in, you know, the season too, because they didn't, the pressure was there, but I don't think they really understood it mm-hmm. because right. they, they haven't lived it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, you're, you're a hundred percent right. This is a brand new team in a brand new locker room that didn't understand that 31 year drought that, that this city has felt. And uh, by the way, that's a great Bengals wine glass, by the way, that, that, oh, that is gorgeous. I need one. <laughs> Oh, kind of cutting in and out a little bit there, Jerry. <laughs> oh, there you are. You, yeah, there you are. All right, you're back. <laughs> We're having a little bit of technical difficulties here, but that's okay. Uh, but so now I got to know, what are you doing for the KC game? How are you celebrating? What are you going to be doing? So I am flying out on Saturday, yes. and my boss's wife, the 49ers fan, she is Ooh. flying with me. Oh, and, okay. Because – He's sending her with me, and he's going to L.A. (laughs) (laughs) We all win. Um, I think we're going to do gyms, like, meet up the night before, because those are always a blast. We're going to do gyms tailgate, because it's Mm. just tradition at this point. Mm. And then I probably will be blacking out at some point. That's what I'm talking about, right? I'm going to have to go back. So after the the, uh, playoff win at Paul Brown Stadium, I legitimately cried my eyelashes off because I oh, had cool. fake lashes on and I, right. they were like stuck to my cheek. <laughs> my buddy, who I'm going to kill him, like posted the absolute worst picture of me on, oh, Twitter, I remember that picture. on Twitter yes. without like telling me. And I opened it and I was just like, oh, I wrote him. I was like, you are a dead man, Phil. I'm going to kill you. You're not. Here's the thing. You're not the only one that had that picture posted. There were plenty of oh uh, our, our, our Bengals Twitter uh, girls on there that had the fake eyelashes, the cries, oh, yeah. the whole Just the raw emotion. emotion. So yeah. I'm probably going to have to go and fix that because I know yeah. I'm going to be just like sobbing. Oh, but yeah, I'm absolutely. Not... I saw Christine after. We we, we, we lost. <laughs> we, we were losing our lives. It was great. Yeah, I'm and I'm not I'm not that nervous. Like, I'm excited. Mm. And I, I, I agree. I, I'm not I really keep, either. I like, talking myself out of, like, being excited. Mm. And then I'll get, like, the butterflies in my stomach. And I did the same thing last week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we've got this. And then I'm like, well, you don't want to get too excited. You just kind of trying to bring myself back down. And then I was like, you know what? No, we deserve to be excited. And yep. this is in my heart. I really feel like we can win. I, I agree. I, I think we can win. I, I think we should win. You know, I'm for sure. I'm betting Bengals money line because it's been <laughs> cash for me. So it's been great. So I'm going for a second week in a row on the Bengals money line. So, Jer, I, I just had a great idea. And while it came across, while, while all we were talking about the players wearing, uh, you know, shirts with themselves on it, I think Bengals fans have got to do the same. I, I think we should all come out with, like, everybody's got, like, a different Bengals fan on their shirt. I, I think it would be incredible. Like, I got a Captain Obvious. Like, someone's got to have a Jess shirt. Someone's got to have a Bengal Jim shirt. Someone will have a Jer Bear shirt. Like, I, someone's got to have a love- back row shirt. So I think that's a great idea. That's amazing. I, I need think that, that's like, it tomorrow. That's it. I think that's it. We've got all right. I'll get on. I'll get on with fan sided. They they'll make me a back row Bengals shirt. It'll sell like hotcakes. All right, we'll do it. And I'll wear the Tigress Talk podcast shirt. I 100 percent will wear it. And and that is something that uh, I wanted to bring up to you. Something that is, that has been amazing to me that I've been able to watch, uh, especially being a teacher, especially in this time. Uh, you're seeing a lot of kids and you're seeing a lot of of you know you're seeing a lot of women get involved with the Bengals and, and a lot 
you know, more of an inclusive environment. You look all over Bengals Twitter. It's all sort of diverse, everybody, and everybody comes to love each other and together. And I think, honestly, one of the biggest things was Tiger Stock. I know a couple girls that go to the school that listen to your podcast. They love it. And really? Yeah, yeah. And 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 they and they love it. It's just I, I wanted to commend everybody on Bengals Twitter that has has included that. Have you been able to see that as well? Yeah, I've been really, really lucky because I'll admit, like being a female that loves football and I've loved football my whole life, mm. I feel like I've had to like almost prove my fandom a little more than like some yeah. people. And it's mm. like, do I know every single stat? No. Nobody knows every single stat. Nobody. Do I, don't. I yeah, it's like, do I know every play? No. But I've loved I grew up on a street of mostly boys, so I was always playing like football. I can throw a football, I can catch a football. Like I, I've, it's just like been in my blood since I was little. Yeah. I will say when I was younger, I was a Dolphins fan because I lived in Florida for a little while. I know, I know. I was uh, born in Ohio after a month about me being born. We moved to Florida, like more like the Miami area. I came around in like seventh grade, but I had go. like the whole bed spread. I had the Miami Dolphins starter jacket. I still uh, have my Merino jersey. But yeah. I don't have any feelings for them anymore. Like I don't no, even root for them. No it's feelings. Just like it's just like a really like bad ex that right. yeah. forget <laughs> exists. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I forgot that they were even there. Like that that yeah. relationship is done. It's over with. I moved on. You did that self reflection period, and then you finally then you're now you're back at you're back out. You found you found your right. love in the in the Cincinnati Bengals. And I mean, well, it hasn't always been easy. But no, like, absolutely. I not. really believe that it would not feel as amazing as it feels right now without like everything that we've gone through. Like yes. it makes it that much more special for us. Yes, yes, it does. It, it really does. So. Three o'clock Sunday, we're going to be all losing our minds. Jerry, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been an absolute blast. Can you tell everybody where they can all find you and how they can follow you and what shows you're on? Please plug away. So first and foremost, uh, Tiger's Talk. Jess is the brainchild behind all of that. And it's been so amazing. Not only just like getting to have that platform with other women, but those those ladies have become like friends for life. Like absolutely love them so much. Um, my Twitter is, I can't even remember. I think it's like underscore J-E-R-R-B-E-A-R or another R in there. Somewhere, I don't know, Somewhere. I'm terrible at this. I'm the uh, worst at like self-promoting. You're a, you're a at underscore J-E-R-R-B-A-R underscore. J, you said G, it's J. I said J. I think I said Jay. I tagged you. Right. <laughs> Whatever. It's a bad connection here. Bad connection. But anyway. <laughs> Nobody ever spells my name right now. <laughs> I'm used to it. Right, yeah. So, Jerry Bear, I got to say, I cannot wait for this game. And thank you so much again for coming on. Had a blast. Can't wait to have you on again. And thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. This has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. I'm your host, Josh Miller. Please head over to Fansided.com. Please go read my blogs. Again, struggling freelancer. Like, just, just give me the views. Give me the likes. And wear my sh- wear once I make a shirt. Like, wear my shirt. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Wear the Tigris Talk shirt. It's gonna be great. But anyway, I can't thank you all so much for listening. And I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Let's go get a W. Let's get it done. See y'all later. Peace. Who day? Who day? <laughs>